and you know what? I admire you guys for you guys are football. You got balls. You're trying something off for size. And I like to talk about all kinds of subjects, and I'm not afraid of who the audience is. I say what's on my mind. I throw the microphone back to you. It's the anybody can do this show. Yes, here we go again. Give you more, nothing less. Back on the mic is the anti-depressant. What do you do, nephews and meatloaf? It's your boy, neighbor Nick, and welcome to season six, episode nine of the Anybody Can Do This Show. Proudly presented by the Alcove Bar and Grill. As always, I am joined on the couch tonight by my college roommate, Yoga Ralph. Ralphie, how the hell are you? Pretty good this evening. I, as we were just talking before we came on mic that this is my first intro in front of a live studio audience, clearly booed off stage by young meatloaf over there. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely tough reaction that you don't want as, as your first uh, live show, but I appreciate the candor and, and the honesty. You should so. record that and have it preset where you ain't got a <laughs> yeah. Well, again, we alluded to it. This is really our first away game. Why don't you tell the people where we are this evening? Or uh, what is this? Murraysville? Murraysville area at uh, Dom's house. Dom Ponko, owner of Yoga, Yoga Flow, Flow Studios. So uh, sitting down with us tonight, we are lucky enough to have a great chat coming up with her. Very excited uh, to give that to the anybody's. But yeah, recording live on location. Uh, one of our our first away game together. How do you feel? Our team chemistry coming off the bus here. <sighs> Champions win games. That's what we do, baby. <laughs> exactly. Consistency, consistency, consistency. Speaking of consistency, what have you been up to this week? How was your week? We did not have a normal week this week. I no. Uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Far from normal. Uh, Friday night, we went and did that toke with the goat uh, out at Laurel Valley Hemp in Fayetteville, uh, PA. Felt like North Carolina. Yeah, the way it some felt of the views like that it, we had. it felt yeah, it, it felt like in the mountains for real. Uh, we went up, uh, they do the toke with the goat where you smoke some CBD joints with uh, a bunch of goats and do yoga. But uh, On the top of this beautiful uh, hill, this mountain of, yeah, during sunset, sick, yeah. it was like We'll amazing. have the video dropping in a few weeks for it to show you, but uh, I got... Uh, we have to circle back the last week where we where we told Skater to shut up about the CBD and Delta Eight. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I have to eat them words because I've never been so high in my life that uh, Friday night I was dreaming, and in my dream I'm telling myself you're way too high. <laughs> and then I woke up, and then uh, till like noon the next day I was still feeling. Uh, Bro, I was too. Everybody in our group was definitely. When I went to drive out of there, I kept driving through her grass instead of hitting her driveway. <laughs> and so she like, walked up to the car like, how are you? And I'm like, I'm good. Not good, apparently. <laughs> you should have took her up on her offer to stay in that dope teepee. Uh, that, yeah, that TP was crazy. We'll be back for that. I'm going to have a birthday party up there. Stay tuned to that. Just th That'll be the hottest invite in town. It's People not going to be on my birthday that. either. It's going to be just like in the fall. <laughs> so why are we calling it your birthday party? <laughs> well, I that's like what it's going to be. We're yeah, just, yeah, yeah. yeah, just going to tell people that. No, dude, but it was, I mean, the views were amazing. It was definitely the coolest place as me, a very uh, uh, non-experienced yogi. Uh, definitely the coolest place I've ever done yoga. Definitely the coolest experience I've ever done. Uh, again, not to be nitpicky, we were in the back. It was kind of hard to hear a little bit, so uh, my knees that. still all banged up, so I couldn't do a lot of the poses. I couldn't hear a word but, that lady was honestly, saying. And, and this is something that I, I wasn't a very good student either. Like I was doing class, but I was also smoking joints in sure the middle were. of it. You sure were. Yeah, 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 yeah. You weren't totally locked. But in, I, I didn't start it though. I didn't start. But that. I think that was kind of just was a 
follower. That, that was followed the, the wave vibe. on that. that yeah, was that was what we were there like, for. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was really cool. I had a great time. I can't wait to see how the video comes out. Narf was killing it with a bunch of the footage. Like I said, we were up there for sunset, so that looked beautiful. Um, just that, that goat butted me right in my cell phone and cracked my screen. Oh, did it actually? <laughs> yeah. No way. <laughs> You are just now breaking that news to me. I know I got butted in the well, knee. That's not but the end of the world. <laughs> it's just hilarious. It's, it's a very funny. Better that than my ACL. Oh, oh shots fired. It's MCL, so you can fuck off. But well, uh, I was going to yeah. say, my, I'm, worried, I'm not even worried about you. <laughs> Bones heal. You'll be all right. It's a ligament. It's <laughs> clearly a ligament. They'll oh. build you stronger. Science. <laughs> yeah. They did build me stronger. Shout out whoever did that for me. Um, but no, Ralphie, speaking of what's good in the hood, Monday, our next episode of what's good in the hood is going to be our wildest one yet, probably. Anthrocon, aka Furry Fest, coming live to the Anybody's Monday. I think it's the 25th of July, hopefully. Yeah, that's somewhere the 25th, around there. Yeah. Nice. Good good job, neighbor. Um, but yeah, wild video, wild time. Uh, again, we told people a little bit last week, probably the highlight of the video, not even the highlight, but that's how crazy this video is. Us sneaking in, not even sneaking yeah, in, but laps, not having to pay admission for whatever reason is probably. security the, with exactly. a bunch of. Superheroes walking around in costumes of that episode. To be honest, so oh, um, it's, like I said, who's going to ask a dude in onesie for credentials? <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully, people enjoyed. I know people enjoyed our reel that we dropped our little teaser that this week. So um, shout out you again. I say it every week now. The guy who doesn't act is killing the acting game. Nah, I don't act. People love your little uh, Lionel Messi, uh, Ronaldo, whatever you want to call it, a soccer kick of the water bottle. That was. a your athleticism. Yeah. Curtsy situation. That's just how I move through life. <laughs> Fleet footed baby. Uh, so what else we got for the people, Ralph? Oh, um, Derby. Obviously we announced the Derby last week. Um, last on, Saturday of the month. Uh, of next August month of 27th? July. 27th. August 27th, Saturday, one o'clock. We announced that live last week on episode eight with our good friends, Nevermind's World and Skater Rob, former co-host of the Anybody Can Do The Show. Shout out those two homies for pulling up on us last week for a great conversation about a whole bunch of stuff. That's what I love about the Anybody Can Do This Show, Ralph. We hit all types of topics here, and I think last week's yeah. episode was a perfect example of... Um, We're going to pull up on them that. in return, and uh, I accepted Benny Furio's challenge of eating that pizza in 28 minutes. Like, come on. Yeah, you've signed up for uh, something that I'm excited it's gonna to It's going to pay see. my light bill this <laughs> yeah, month, yeah, yeah. Benny Furio. We, we, we got jammed up on the podcast calendar, Time Warp, last week, so we're just going to be open and honest with people. We're filming, we're recording this on Monday. Just when it drops, it drops. Yeah, just yeah, pay, look, yeah, like, yeah, subscribe, yeah. and comment. <laughs> I'm ex but I'm saying we don't know. Usually we know the outcome of these videos already. Today we don't because uh, no. we haven't haven't done it yet. Well, I shouldn't talk. You I shouldn't talk big because every time I, the universe smacks me on my head. Go uh, in there, humble. What's but I think I, I could very easily smash a pizza. I I mean that's what we kind of do on the show to I, begin with. I was gonna say not uh, not in a long time we haven't done food, but we're about to get. I've back never to been it. clocked. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, you've been the king eater not only on this show but around these parts for a long time. Yeah, your name yeah. rings bells in the sport restaurant. I hold a record at the roof for nineteen tacos. <laughs> what was unmatched. that time frame? It, it wasn't uh, as like quick as they was cooking though, them. Right? Yeah. That was one sitting. I came in and asked for 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The week before, I did 15. and uh, You ordered 19 off the bat? It wasn't like you were ordering them in No, nah, yeah, straight up, because I didn't want to wait another hour for... Uh, Is it like taco night there? It was a bar. It's bar tacos, okay. which made it 10 times worse. Uh, <laughs> what was in the tacos? I need to know now. The tacos. Like ground beef. Classic. I pray it was ground beef. If it was pork, then... <laughs> 
<laughs> I think that's the least of your worries. But no, I'm excited. You got you had some big britches about the challenge last week. You're you're a little bit more humble this week, and I'm excited. Yeah, I don't want to go write a check. Mindset. My ass can't cash. See, still, look at because you. Because that's a. Uh, I don't know. Google said it's a nine pound pizza, which is t- completely, but nobody th- should do that. But I think but that's what we decided was when it had all the meats on it. Now that it's just cheese, we've confirmed it's like six pounds, right? I don't know. I hear stories from different people. Some say it's weak. Some say it's thick. Uh, well, well, how about John, the guy who works there and told he us told to me come. it was like six pounds. Okay. Let's trust that guy. Then. He's the one who makes it. I don't know. So he don't want me to win now. Why? No, he wants know. you to win. Probably we'll the see. owner doesn't want you to win. Well, well, well what are you going to do about it, man? I am breaking news right now. I'm a po- live apology on air. Definitely forgot to get the ranch from Yoli's on Saturday. I, you know what? I seen you Instagram story and like Yoli's always. And I was going to be like, I guarantee he didn't get a thing of ranch. Totally forgot. hundred percent. That's on me. I apologize. Benny, that's if you're right. listening, that's, don't, right. that's on me. That's, but see now, if you don't, that ranch no, might never mind, slow I'm me not down. even going to say it. Yeah. I down. was just going to say that. Um, okay. So we got one more thing before we're going to throw it over to Dom. Remember questionnaire counterpunch. We always do that at this portion of the show questionnaire. We post every week at the link in our Instagram bio, which is at the, anybody can do the show questions about this week's episode, next week's episode. Uh, you can submit, uh, Counter punches or beat or beat those cheeks topics on there, or you can send us emails to our email address, the ACDT show at gmail.com. Ralphie, we have our first counter punch of the season. How are you feeling about this? It's about time. It's about damn time. The anybody's have been asleep. They woke the, they knocked the dust off and we got one from a brand new anybody. <laughs> is it start. as if by chance? It is as, as if. if. So for the deep listeners who may not know what that is, that is AKA Merv's episode two guest. Is that when Merv came on? Was episode two? So. Season early. six, episode two. So let's pull this up. We'll uh, listen to it live. You can probably pull your headphones off. I'll edit in a good quality right now. What's up, gents? Out here in Level Green. So I went ahead and was going through Facebook, um, came across an article regarding some sort of uh, cookie company. Started right here. It's in Harrison City, uh, Penn Trafford, Westmoreland County. Um, just moved there recently, so I figured I'd go ahead and give it a shot. Um, it's called Double Stuff Cookie Company. So I just wanted to go ahead and let you know what the hell's going on with them. Um, this is a crazy ass cookie. I don't even know what the hell that is inside, but it's just all love. It's just everything that you need. You want more. I'm not going to divorce my wife for it, but I'm just saying, like... Saved you guys one. Just let you know, we're probably going to have to get a what's good in the hood up there. So I was going to say at the very beginning of that, that that was probably the most serious I've ever heard Merv. And then he dropped, I'm not going to divorce my wife for it line. And His wife's like, going to oh, divorce him if yeah. she sees that. <laughs> him sneaking fucking cookies the, the size of my head. He looks like a skinny boy. He doesn't need to be on a diet, does he? Or is he a former fat guy like us? I don't know. If you bring one of those home and don't bring your wife one, I think you're going to oh, hear well, some that, shit. Oh, that's on the kitchen table. That means communal right there to me, right? Yeah, it's not know. like he's hiding it. That's, we need more details on that. We yeah. need more details. Well, Did I you think- smash? that whole thing, Merv? And, <laughs> and what was it? Yeah, more worth yeah, a description. Yeah. It like, did look like six cookies t- piled on top Yeah, it looked like a, uh, like someone cooked a loaf of cookies. Yes, that's a good call. I would also, I would like to go try this because usually like stuffed cookies are not my thing. I'm nah. pretty classic when it comes to cookies. So just like chocolate chip, sugar, peanut butter. I don't like like caramel coming out of them and stuff, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Well, Ralphie, anything else on your mind in terms of housekeeping before we toss it over to our sit down with Miss Dom? No, I'm good to go. Uh, 
Are you are you sponsored this week? I'm not technically sponsored this week. So well, think about uh, that for next week because next week's so a big episode. If Report you're listening, week. anybody, you know, you want to jump on the boy, get a little get a little por piece of Ralph. Yeah, holler at us. Buy me some groceries <laughs> or gas. Gas <laughs> is crazy out here. I just filled up on gas. Oh, all right. So without any further ado, we present to you a sit down with Dom Ponko. Last week, he told me he was going to go back and do it every week, Dom, so he could pay his <laughs> utility bills. <laughs> We're going to have to get him, like, heart surgery. Yeah, like, yeah, heart yeah, I think yeah. I can work it off. I just would have to. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, Dom, you know Ralph just as well as anybody. You know that if he's into something, he's just going to dive in. Head oh, first, hell yeah. I don't know how he does it. Right? Let me run a 20-mile 20, 20 marathon out of nowhere. Like, I don't know how you I'm do the shit you do. I'm tired now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. Uh, it's over. Uh, <laughs> the yeah, gas ran out. I would love to learn like Zodiac sign wise, why you just dive like, and you go for shit. Like, I think I'm more, I think I'm more hesitant in life about stuff or I'm more afraid of failure. So I don't try, but you, you just like dive, dude. I mean, for real. That's Scorpio sun. I guess. I don't know. We should find out. We should ask Billy. I don't know what it is. My horoscopes look terrible recently. I think it's got a lot to do with Neptune spinning backwards. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always getting bit in the ass with a, a planet spinning There's, around or something. They're all, they're all spinning. There's it like seems four. like Mercury retrograde. I don't understand all of them, but it seems like, I thought that was a Ralph like, exclusive man. thing. I yeah. Thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. People thought I made that up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Gatorade well, flavor. Yeah. Was that around the ayahuasca ceremony too? Mm, that, no, there was like Pluto, Saturn. Oh, Pluto. Uh, Pluto Ralph, Saturn, after the ayahuasca ceremony, Ralph was like, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. And I was like, I feel good. Next week. Holy crap, I got knocked on my ass. So, totally. And, uh, I mean, Ralph alluded to it a little bit that you were involved in that, Dom. Did you, I don't know if you happened to listen to, we did an episode. Oh, I listened. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. I listened. Right, nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, was yeah. your experience similar in types, in terms of, like, level of impactfulness? You don't have to get as, like, detailed, like... Was it your first experience? No. With, okay. No, all right. No, no, so you had, no. you'd it done was it before. my third kind of purging experience, but my second ayahuasca. Um, what do you think? Ralph was right next to me. He was more inward analyzing. I was like outward, like I was crying. I was throwing up and it was just all very healing. And, I, and every time I would like really, I guess, address an emotional issue, I would throw up. I mean, he heard me, man. I was, I was probably puking the most out of everybody, but it was like so neat. And I had a huge epiphany, which was really, really good. Nice. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm just exhausted Ralph, from working. I feel working. like you came out almost more burdened because you had more messages to give out. Not more burdened, I know, but like you more, had so many messages well, to I, like uh, be the conduit. For I was yeah. just telling somebody this afternoon, someone asked me how I'm feeling and I was like, it's not that I'm tired anymore. It's just that I don't care anymore. And yeah. I was already on the edge. I like, you can't tell me nothing. Yeah. Right. You definitely can't tell me nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What yeah. do you mean? What do you mean? I'm like you don't lot, care anymore? Like what don't you care about? Um, I'm more easygoing. So you let go. Of I'm way more chill. Yeah. I yeah. don't even smoke weed anymore. Really. Yeah. Like, yeah. I smoked a little bit of weed earlier and I'm like super tired now. Are after you? Yoga class, but uh, I, I don't know. I'm just more laid back. And Do you uh, think because you communicated with people and like kind of closed? Well, I don't know. I think maybe I broke, I broke some trauma and uh, I definitely removed some toxins from oh, yeah. my body Yeah, from all that purging. But yeah. I don't know. I think that might've been why I was tired because I tried to heal everybody. And yeah. 
You got to learn. Well, you got to be careful because well, we're I was, I was on. Yeah. <laughs> I was in a different realm, I yeah. believe. I don't know what to call that. Yeah. I, but I in mean, my head, I was like, you I can do all this. I call that close to God. Yeah. I was like, you could do all. <laughs> yeah. I felt like I could do it. So I kept doing it. it yeah. It's just the craziest experience. It's well, like, so you're working through so many things in your head that you thought you like, we're just kind of skimming by life, put that on the side, whatever it looks you right in the eye. Like you can't avoid it. And it's not like this isn't an original thought or anything, but that's why people turn to religion or anything else is for that feeling of, of closure, answering questions or explaining the unexplainable, whatever, like or yeah. comfort in those moments when yeah. you're not being yeah. able to. Yeah. So again, like that's why people, people go to church to have the experience that you guys had with that, that like this, like they don't find it every week. That's why they go every week. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, think I think people that go to church, I think people go to church like organized, organized religion, yep. organized explanation. You know, predict, exactly. Mm-hmm. Where I think when you're on a spiritual path, you're putting the puzzle together and you're trying to like piece it together of, Oh, enlightenment. That's why I went through that for growth, but Kinda it's like, like a more active participant. It, it, in yeah. It you're, you're right. more, you're more seeking it out to find the answer as opposed to saying, well, this is what's written. This is the answer. You're, you're trying to like put together the puzzle, you know, not everybody. I mean, that's why some people who aren't spiritual, they kind of giggle at this stuff like, okay, whatever. They're just not I, there yet. I, it, whether it be not even this lifetime. Go ahead, Rob. I snuck into church on Sunday. <laughs> for the Sneak in. You were invited. Did you? I snuck in. Did I did snuck you? the fuck in the church. <laughs> I, I ain't been to church in. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They were like, is this your first time here? I was like, it ain't my first time. But I was like, I ain't been here in a while. <laughs> yeah, it's close to that. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm already on edge. Like, was it like me. Catholic church? It was, I guess it would be considered Christian. It was a buddy of mine, uh, Big Nick Stepanovich, Pastor Nick now. He okay. uh, grew up to be a pastor. And uh, I don't know. I, I was like, when I say I haven't been caring, I haven't been caring. I've just been like going with the flow. And uh, for some reason, I wanted to give super thanks. I've been feeling like. That's dope. I get to. Gratitude. Life is pretty dope. Yeah. Like, it's not. I don't know. It's not great, but. Uh, I don't know. I, I always land on my feet. Like yeah. yoga at Laurel sickest. Valley really made you have like a yeah, profound sense Yeah, I was thinking up there like how yeah. dope is this? That, yeah, like, yeah. I We're so lucky, to, Ralph, to have found yeah. this in this life, for real. And uh, I was like, I'm going to go to church. But man, it was not the church that I went to 30 years ago. They were playing guitars. Shut up. And uh, I mean, it was it was it wasn't bad, but, uh, like you were saying, like, I'm so spiritual that like, I still, no matter what, I didn't feel in place there. It's like, yeah, yeah. like I have a little bit of faith, but like, I still got so many yeah. questions yeah. that they cannot answer for me. Yeah. Right. It's a journey, man. And I think I heard this once I heard it on a podcast and I don't want to offend anyone or whatever, but I thought it was kind of cool. It was saying how people who are atheists kind of they don't believe in God. We're like, we believe in some sort of, you don't have to use the word God or I whatever. Mean. I use the word God because I think it gets to the point. It's tangible. You know what the hell I'm talking yep. about when I say God, there's pretty much, that's the bomb. But, um, I heard this guy say it and it was like this black guy on a podcast and he was saying how he thinks that the reason atheists are, are more liberal type of people like the vote liberal and all that stuff is because their highest point is government. They look up to government and we look past that and we look up to God where they don't believe in like a God. They think the, the highest powers that control everything in their government. And so that's why they kind of 
some some people yeah. are sheeple. You know, they right. follow and they do to wear this, do that, do this, and they and they just do it. And I thought that was kind of cool because I was thinking, if you're atheist, really, how do you look at everything? And you know, and I've I've heard people who are atheists who've done this ayahuasca ceremony, who've like turned to like finding yeah, spirituality. Right. I watched some guy who said that like he was completely atheist did this ayahuasca didn't have an overly spiritual experience, but had some kind of experience and said he felt the presence of God. And he said, he's no longer an atheist. Interesting. Yeah. But he didn't know how to describe it. Right. You know, but I was like, wow. I wonder shit. how a guy like that even ends up in that yeah. opportunity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause you wouldn't think I guess that the universe looked- led him there, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, Don, that's like a perfect segue actually. Like, yes. have you always found like, and again, how far looking back in your life, would you say that like this, spiritual journey, higher path of thinking, whatever you want to call it, has been a priority for you? Something you can remember as young as being a toddler or something that's... I, I think so. I think a lot of bad things happened to me when I was little. And I, for being so little, I knew that they were bad and I felt bad for the people that did it. You know what I mean? I, like I in felt, the moment you're yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and um, not only that, my mom said when I was five years old, she walked past the room. I don't remember this at all. She walked past my bedroom and I was talking to someone and she's like, who are you talking to? And I said, Raji. And she's like, Roger. I get, she goes, I said, no, Raji. I mean, that's a Hindu name. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> like, what, right. you know, yeah, exactly. and I've always just been so curious about the stars and, and like every, you know, like I, that, the trees, like trees are alive. And I don't know. I can't even explain it. I think what it is, is I've been spiritual I thought everyone else was like that. And as I got older, I realized I was the kind of outcast. Like, why aren't people questioning this more? Why aren't people feeling things? Like, I I feel like a real deep connection to past life, like Native American. um, And I've been told this by many, like psychics and stuff, that I have a real strong line to being Native American. And ever since I was little, I'd walk outside with bare feet and like look at the grass and like just that, like, I would wonder what, and what did, why did I see that animal? What does that represent? When you're little, who the hell knows that stuff? But right. I think, boy, I saw a fox. Oh, that's cool. Huh. What? And I would try to break down. What is a fox? Like, what does that mean? So I think I've always been spiritual and just thought everybody else was, and then realized I was the weird one, would, you know? And again, would you say your immediate family is super spiritual? Cause you say you're no. growing. Yeah. So no. that's interesting to me that yeah. you say that you grow up and then it takes you a while to realize that not everybody's like that. Well, I never, were. I never really fit in with them. I was always butting heads with my mom and, you know, it was really cool because my sister is gay and she's like 13 years older than me. And she really, that changed my life. Cause I remember she picked, she was on the U S Olympic team for women's judo and she picked me up in the, the training centers in Colorado Springs. So she's like, Oh, you want to come out to Colorado Springs? I was nine. I'm like, sure. Yeah, whatever. So we drove the whole entire way there. And then right when we pulled up to her house, she's like, she goes, I got something to tell you. I want you to know before we go in. I go, what, you're gay? I'm like, I knew that since I was like two, you yeah, know? Right. And I really think having that experience made me realize that like, I knew that since I was little. It wasn't like all of a sudden she decided that's what she was. So it made me realize that people, you know, just because other people don't agree with lifestyles or whatever, that's that's our innate, that's our, you know, their real, who they are vibration inside. And, right. you know, and I look at Native Americans really cool they believe in, um, I didn't realize this. So there was no Christianity, right? The, the white man didn't come over yet. And this is how native American culture was. I'm probably 
the ash, like completely oh, messing it up. You fit right in but with like, us. We yeah, just like I, I, I'm, if you care I, enough. I'm a Gemini. Yeah. I'm a cherry picker. I know just a Me little bit about yeah, everything, right, yeah. but I don't know anything <laughs> about shit. Yeah, oh, that's don't ask me about myself yeah. now. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But but they believe in you know heterosexual. They okay. believe in um, gay men, lesbian women. They believe in. Um, people who are like transgender and they believe in people who are not sexual at all. And that was normal to them. They didn't judge any of them. That's just who you were within the tribe and all that from what I understand. So I could be totally wrong about it, but I I remember reading that once. I read that once. I'm like, that is so cool because they never were persuaded by another man to say, well, that's wrong. This is wrong. That they just accepted who was in the tribe and that was your role that you played. And I thought that's cool. And I've always been really drawn to that. So, Always been really so how do you then focus that into yoga? Like, I'm sure that that's a pretty, like, because again, I know we did a What's Good in the Hood episode where you took yeah. us through a, a, one of the heavy breathing classes, yeah. which was amazing. Oh, yeah. And we talked a and little bit on that. we short-circuited the freaking yeah. equipment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, but no, the podcast is always kind of a more conducive platform to, to have a little bit more long form conversations. Yeah. So yeah. I know you told us a little bit on What's Good in the Hood kind of yeah, the beginnings yeah. of your journey, but maybe for people who didn't see that episode, if you could rehash a little bit. Uh, you know, I just, I really think... Um, I don't know. I, I'm always like, I was a massage therapist. I'm always in tune with people's, you know, feelings and energy. Like you could walk in the room and I'd be like, what's wrong? And everybody knows I can just see it like on people. But I think that what yoga and all of that stuff in the past is, is I see people in their weakest moments. They come in, they've never been to yoga. They don't know whether they take their shoes off or not. They, they don't know if like, do I need a mat? Do I this? I can't touch my toes. They come in at the rawest, most, most likely the most broken point that made them shift to come to yoga. Like they, they were like, I need this in my life. So when I see them and I see them in a posture where someone else has their leg around their head five times and they can barely touch their toes, I just go up, I rub their back. Like it's just, I want them to know that even if they feel like an outcast within where they are in their life or they're a misfit in this moment of their life, they always have a home. They always have somewhere. And you know, you're breathing along with people. You don't know if that person on the mat next to you is gay. You don't know if that person on the mat to you next to you is atheist, whatever. Here you are in a place of non-judgment. You know, now if that person spoke up and said, I'm atheist, you might then, if you had a certain belief, but here you are in a whole bunch, uh, a room with all these people and you don't know one thing about them, but here you are breathing in unity. I find that, I mean, Ralph too. I was just about to, Ralph, that's what I was, you've always said that that was the most beautiful most thing. Because again, we talk about all the time, Ralph, you, your number one thing is breaking down this rich white lady stigma of yoga, right? Yeah. And how oh, yeah. inclusive and impactful it can be with all different types of yeah. people's initiatives. It started off exercise you know what yeah. I mean? Right, and we, yeah, like, like, like yeah. Yeah, Pilates, It like took jazzy, me a really like, long yeah. time to switch people's brains over to realize that you can be spiritual and not have to change your whole life. Is that something that always resonated from Dom with you, Ralph, like as soon as you guys met? Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, definitely accelerated, uh, my thinking process towards the whole yoga experience, but, uh, definitely like it is for anybody. I don't care if you can't touch your toes. I, some days I can't touch my toes. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, honestly, and I'm, like, I'm expected to. Yeah. But, uh, There's a lot of pressure on us. <laughs> it's not, it's not so much the exercise it is. It's, uh, uh, 
being in the room with a bunch of energy. It, like you said, it don't matter what anybody's beliefs is. You might be next to Ralph at class and it doesn't matter. Yeah. 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 I, I can just like imagine, like I, I can't, I should say imagine like how awesome it must be to feel to walk into your first yoga class and have you be the teacher or somebody like you, Ralph. Normal. Just like, Someone normal. Just like immediately yeah. breaks the wall. People the love Ralph. Instantly. They love yeah. Ralph because yeah. in or outside the Ralph's studio, just you know authentic. I mean? yeah, he exactly. is here. You know, I, I'm good at this. I'm not good at this. I'm a flawed human being. Let's do this together. And people really appreciate that. You know, they need that. They need to feel like they're, they can relate and, you know, and somebody else isn't, you know, one up in them. <laughs> I've always considered myself the Brian Bosworth of yoga. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian Bosworth was like a, one of the number one draft picks for the Seattle Seahawks. Nice. And, uh, Two sports, Ralph. He was real loud, but that was the thing. He was way louder than his athletic ability. (laughs) And that's me. That's me. Like, I stand out, but I'm nowhere near the sickest. Ralph told us a bunch about his first yoga class. Give me a a few memories that stick out for you about your first (laughs) class ever. Do you really want to know how I started yoga? I wouldn't ask. This is so embarrassing. Yeah, I wouldn't ask if I didn't want to Oh, Lord. Okay. This is, um, to me, it's hilarious. So um, when people say, you know, when they do our teacher training, they're like, what's your experience? I'm like, absolutely none. I've never been trained really by anybody. So what it was is I was a massage therapist. And I was one of those people, I didn't know how to protect myself from people's energy at all. I just, so you didn't feel good. I wanted to make you feel better. I would take away your depression, all that. And then I felt like shit. You know what I mean, yeah. Ralph? Like you just observe. I didn't know how to protect myself. Nobody ever taught me that. And so I knew I needed yoga in my life. I needed it because my body hurt. I needed it because I was type A. Go figure. Now I don't even know what, like I can't imagine myself like that, but I was so stressed out. So I thought, boy, I can't afford yoga. I was so poor. I had no money. I was just like, I was just paying the mortgage on my house, trying to remodel, had nothing. I had no money. I was just like completely... And so I thought, well, if I go get certified to be a yoga teacher, I'll get free yoga. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love the hustle I, mindset. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? right so, yeah. so I went to this. I don't even, I don't want to say the name of what sure. I did, but I did like a two, because I don't want to bash it. Sure. It was shit. It was like, you know, they had a, a black and white picture of like a pose and then written, like, you know. Yeah, it, it right, pretty, yeah. Pretty, uh, now that and again, what like, years is that shitty. you go through teacher training? Just to like. I'm sorry, say it again. When did you go through teacher training? Like oh what my year? God. I was like t- 2000, 2001, okay. I think it was. Nice. Yeah. And, um, so I went and I, I, Somebody found out this, I won't say the name of the yoga studio, but they found out that I was a teacher and they were looking for teachers and they're like, do you want to come teach? And I was like, oh yeah, you know what? I'll get back to you. Cause I'm like a procrastinator by nature. And plus I had no clue what I was doing. Yeah, and I didn't right. like, you know, I didn't want to look like I didn't know what I was doing. And then somehow they talked me into it. I swear to you for the first six months of teaching, I never took a class. I just was like, oh, step this foot forward. I had no clue. First six months of teaching, I did not even look at the students. I looked straight at like straight at the sidewall. They could have been dead. I would have had no clue. I would have had no clue whatsoever. But so I started I started learning to be a teacher from my own practice, you know? That that type. So, you know, I I just learned how to teach from what felt good in my body. 
And then I just, I started teaching. So I absolutely never took a yoga class before I became a yoga teacher. That is so. I never had a massage and I went to massage school. Is like that, and, and again, we talked about Ralph being all yeah. in or no in. Is that yeah. something that you like saw in yourself before that moment where you, because you say you're so hesitant to commit to things like, yeah. and then you were just I, like, like, it's wild how when you yeah. do finally, now it's your whole life. Exactly. Right? You know, uh, and life, I had but. to think of my first email address, right? And so my sister-in-law was helping me figure out something on Yahoo because I'm completely computer illiterate. And this was way back then. And I was like, how about Dom Yoga One? Yoga wasn't even part of my life. And so isn't it funny? Now you go back and right. it, it's such woven. I don't know. I think um, I think the universe just took over and I, I kind of looked up to God and the universe and was just like, help me, help me. I'm going to drop to my knees. I feel like shit. My body hurts. Help me. And then it all just came together. I don't know. It's I laugh. It's ridiculous. I can't believe people like actually come to my class or pay me and teach them because I'm thinking like, if you really knew where I started, you'd be like, okay, give me my money back. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I think that should be something that people, uh, envy is not the right word, but like, uh, inspired. Exactly. Not, yeah. Right. Just, or, look, just be, uh, it would resonate in them. It's like, uh, yeah. you don't know why you're here, but, uh, you'd also don't know why you keep coming back, but yeah, you, you can yeah. see that you keep advancing or progressing, whatever the proper term is, it becomes more of a part of your life is I think yeah. as a student, is I think I was just ready. I think I was just ready to grow and then kind of just put it out there and it, it worked. I mean, the person I was, that many, what, 20 years ago is not, I don't even know who that person was. Like I was so immature. I was like, so, um, insecure about what people thought about me. I thought I had to be perfect. I I was afraid, um, to admit I was wrong, but that's also how I grew up to where I, I like could never take uh, blame for anything. I would always put it back on people. And I look back and I'm like, wow, that was a rough journey, but I like who I am now. And I can't wait to see who I'm going to be in 10 years, you know? So, and I'm, I'm getting there. I'm flawed by a lot, but I think we all are that this Murraysville where we just took class at that was yeah. the first studio. Yeah. You opened that was up? my first. I was real sick. Oh gosh. Should I get into this story? I don't want to like, are you sure? Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, whatever you want. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, um, this is all about the time I got certified and all that stuff. So I got certified. I was a yoga teacher and my job, or pardon me, I was a massage therapist and my job was I would drive to people's homes. I'd go to all these wealthy people's homes bust out my table, give them a massage, put it back in my car and go, it was, it was stressful. It was like hard work. And, um, and then, so all of a sudden I was visiting a a friend. She just had a baby and I was sitting, you know, those pier one chairs are the big circles that you kind of like sit back in and you you can't get out. I was, thank God I was in that chair. I was holding her baby. And she said, all of a sudden I just straightened out my whole body and had a seizure. Like I was shaking and her baby rolled off me and she grabbed it. And then like, so she said, I was like trying to crawl around. I don't remember any of it. And then I just woke up to like paramedics standing over me and I'm like, what the hell, what the hell is going on? They're like, we're taking you. I go, you're not taking me. I had no clue what was going on. And they started asking me, they're like, who's the president? I'm like, I have no clue. They're like, what year is it? I'm like, I have, it was like, my brain was washed. Yeah. And they're like, who's your husband? I was like, I think it's Mark. Cause when you have a seizure, nothing, nothing's tangible. Like it is now you're like, Oh, that energy is my husband. I, he doesn't need a name or mm-hmm. it's really weird. The least the kind of seizures I had. So then they took me to the hospital and they put me um, in the ER and they were doing all kinds of tests. I don't even remember. It was such a blur. It was so weird. And I kept saying, my sister-in-law picked up on it. I kept saying to all the nurses, don't I know you? Are you, 
are you my yoga student? Have I massaged you? They're like, honey, we don't know you. And I kept saying, I'm having deja vu. I'm having deja vu. I was like, and now it was hours. You know how you have deja vu like that? It was hours of deja vu. Yeah. It was, it's so trippy. It's like when you have a seizure, you cross between the two worlds. It's like your physical body's here, but you go somewhere else. So then um, I had seizures consistently. I lost my driver's license for three years. Therefore, I lost my job. Cause I couldn't drive to people's homes sure. and massage them. So it went from me barely paying the mortgage to my husband on commission. We were paying it on the, on the credit card, you know, like just trying to get through. And so after about three years, he saw me in like deep depression. I mean, I could, I wouldn't even leave the house. I was so embarrassed cause I'd fall at the grocery store, right. have a seizure. Like I'd have them everywhere. It was so embarrassing. And uh, it's just humiliating. And anybody that has seizures will tell you, it's just like, you look like, you look weak. You look like you're possessed. It, it's not a pretty And I sight. don't mean to interrupt, but that instance that you talked about at your friend's house in the chair, that's the first time in your first life that you ever, ever experienced something. Ever, ever, ever. And that's ever. relatively later in life, right? Yeah, like you're in yeah. your late 20s at yeah. that point. Yeah. Well, right. also sitting in the ER, the doctor walked in. He sat down. I'm 26 at this time. Yeah. 25, 25, 26. And he sat down and he looked at us. And we're like, oh shit, that's not, that's not a good look. Yeah. And he's like, well, some of the test results came back. He's like, you have a brain tumor. And I was like, no, I don't like what you're yeah. crazy. So then they sent me down to Pittsburgh and they gave me this crazy test where noise stimulates my seizures. I still have them, but they're real mild. But if there's like a lot going on or, and I'm talking, like I almost had one here when I was thinking and talking too much, but so they needed me to have a grand mal seizure, like the big one. And what they would do is stick this like freaking nuclear shit in my arm that would go the brain tumor. And, and it would tell us if the brain tumor is benign or if it had heat, that means it's alive. So I had the radio on. I was talking on the phone. I had the TV blasting. I guess I had a grandma seizure. And they stuck that up there. And um, and they realized the brain tumor is alive. It could grow at any moment. It could turn cancerous at any moment. And um, I never saw a seizure before, but maybe on TV or right. whatever. And so when the seizure was done, I came back to it. I said to the nurses, because they were watching me on video, that's how they knew to come in is they, were, they had people sitting watching me on the video. And as soon as they saw me go into the convulsion, they ran in and sucked the crap at me. And I, uh, they, I said, can I see the seizure? They're like, you don't want to see that. I was like, I want to see what I look like. I want to see, wow. cause I didn't believe, I almost was in denial. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. That you makes sense. I mean? Like I didn't want to yeah. see when they showed me that picture, I fell to the ground on my knees. I never cried so hard. I was so I was so shocked that that was me. Right. I looked like I was possessed by a fucking demon. Like mm -hmm. I, my head jerked back. My, I was shaking. It was like, I looked like I was possessed. So anyhow, long story short with the Murraysville studio, my husband saw me going into this depression and you know, Michelle was driving me around and everything. He goes, let's open a yoga studio. I'm like, what? I was like, I came and drive a car. He's like, Michelle will drive you back and forth. And he hired me someone. So I was still having seizures and we opened up a yoga studio. I had a business partner. Don't ever do that. Okay. That's all I could tell you that last See you Ralph walk home. Yeah. <laughs> I, already, I already had a past business partner whose name was Nick. Yeah. Well, I, maybe, must, I must be pretty good. Or that just means we're never going to make any money. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> or maybe that completes the karma. Yeah, no, you got a we good made Nick. money. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Nick fell off. Don't fall off, Nick. Yeah, I'm doing my best. Yeah. I'm doing my so best. So my husband, my husband had so much faith in me that he That's opened dope. me a, a yoga studio, and then now it just it's crazy. I don't. I mean, I don't know how he believed in me that much. That's and again, crazy. I'm 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 relatively ignorant to the whole practice. But like, how do you pick? 
hot yoga, the style of yoga, yeah, like I was how gonna do you, ask, the direction of your hot? studio. Well, yeah. the first studio that I went to and taught at was heated. So it just was in my, this, and it made sense because of your body so limber and you sweat and it feels so damn good. You purge like when you're sweating like that and you're done, you, your skin softer, you just feel. And then like, I mean, I was a gymnast, so I would stretch, but like in the cold, you know, at the gym and be, or at like gymnastics right. and I would pull shit. I would do whatever. So as soon as I hit that heat and then think about it, Ralph over in India, what it's 120 yeah, degrees. Nice. They're yeah. the ones that invented hot yoga, man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we yeah. just made it, you know, like completely, uh, I don't know, like commercialized. Yeah. Commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Right. But I love it. I need heat. I'm cold by nature. I'm always chilly, you know, so to me. So I think you just hit something that's interesting. So you hear it all the time, like Americanized Chinese food. Pizza is not really how it is in Italy. Yeah, like, yeah, true. Your, your practice in studio, how, how similar or different is that from the original practice? Again, that I know nothing about. There was that Netflix documentary a couple summers ago that yeah. caught a bunch of traction. Um, yeah. So I, I guess, is it is it more true to the core than not. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of this really cool quote that I read one time. It was something to the effect of this man was following this monk around saying, teach me everything, you know, teach me everything, you know. And then, um, the, the monk kind of said to him, I don't want you to be me. I want you to stand on my shoulders and learn more than me. And so I think what it is, is one, we're never going to capture what's over in India. It's impossible, but that's where it started. That's the roots. Sure. And then you come here and there's a million different styles of yoga. I think what yoga flow does is we, we rebirth a connection to the breath. That's what a lot of studios lack is a connection to the breath. A lot of studios are power and just move you through fast. So even though we're not even anything close, I, I would say that over in, um, India, that's the grandfather of us. Mm -hmm. We've evolved and, you know, we've evolved to the type of environment we needed to where we are, sure. you know, and plus just my personality created all that. But I think just returning to the breath, the grandfathers would be proud of us, you know, to have made it that far and to keep the spirituality alive. And I guess that just makes me realize, like, I really know nothing about the origin of yoga, like yeah. how or why it started. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Know, Ralph, can you give like a quick synopsis? You yoke, you unite the breath with the movement. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And yoga back in the day was just seated breath. There wasn't yeah, was eagle pose. Really? There was, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Only within the last half, 150 years did all these postures of headstands and crazy shit. See, I feel like a lot of Not, people don't know that. No, like, they, yeah. I mean, Even I people didn't, who do yoga, I I didn't do, know that yeah. for the longest time. Wow. You know? So I think very... that yoga was just seated breath, unity, um, merging, coming kind of your masculine and feminine together as one and, and being centered. But um, only within the last 150 years did a lot of the crazy poses come. And it was just evolution, you know? And I think that that's the way everything goes. Everything evolves. And not even just because we're sitting here, Dom, but like that class that we did, the uh, the, the yin class. Am I, yeah, yeah am I that's saying it. That, like, yeah. that was probably the least movement I've ever done in a yoga class, but the most impactful leaving there in terms wow. of like that, that breath. Because that yeah. I, I think that's something Gets that gets you can, high. Right, Gets yeah. You high. Oh my God, for sure. Yeah, and, it's just a natural high. And I think when you go to a lot of these, I'll call them cookie cutter yoga studios, if you mm -hmm. will. Like you, you, it's exactly, it's power. It's yeah. trying to get that exercise, that exactly. fitness. And, and you don't even, 
address that breath until yeah. maybe the end, right? Yeah. Like at the very end. But yeah. Yeah. That was, that's something that has been a new kind of uh, enlightenment for me in terms of yoga is just how yeah. important A lot of the studios, I hate to say it, but they're clicky. It's like the sure. the club. You like they're it. Gangs. You, they're gangs. Well, they're gangs. Yeah. Not as focused as you guys on breaking down that stigma of yoga isn't for everybody. But also like a lot of, a lot of places, um, they'll have somebody at the front desk checking you in. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the teacher walks in the room. No, I have my teachers check you in. I want my teacher to say hi to you. I want my teacher to start to know your name and that type of stuff. And I think my teachers wouldn't change that for the world, Ralph. Would you? You love sitting there saying hi when people walk in. Sometimes when it's not 100 degrees. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's also it's, it's be nice hard. to know everybody's name yeah. in case, you know, it, yeah. you have to, yeah. I don't come off my mat. I still, uh, yeah. See, I, I touch everyone. I walk around, but I, a lot I, of studios are like the cool kids club, like the, you know what I mean? The click type of right. thing. And I, I, and anybody who ever worked for me that kind of had that personality, they ended up not, not something we either split, we had a fight, whatever. It's like, it's like, who's with me right now is the true group of, of the vibration of our studio. That's you know? awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm very like, uh, so this is the best ever, this group. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I mean, and hopefully you continue to feel like yeah. that. You know I miss I mean? a lot of people from the past, but sure. this is the most unified we've ever had teacher wise. Even if they don't know each other, they're very supportive of each other. And again, the, what's always interesting to me is, um, the difference between, I guess, yoga and other spiritual kind of practices. collections, practices is you're, you're very clear that you're a for-profit business, right? So I'm always interested yeah. kind of how that balance works. I mean, I'm sure someone like you, that's got to be good days yeah. and bad days pulls oh. on you, but, but, it, but at the end of the day, it's yeah. the business has to make money, right? So, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So oh yeah. Is, is, is a main driver in that your core crew who comes to that six o'clock class? Is it these seminars? Is it the, like, no, what? it's definitely the classes. I was going to ask about teacher training. Yeah. Oh yeah. Teacher training definitely is a big part of it. Two reasons. One, it makes me money, but that's not why I love to do it. Michelle and I love to do because I love to groom the teachers that I know are going to stick with me. I love to, to take them from, I mean, Ralph's first thing he ever says, hi, my name's Ralph coming to a cross-legged seat to see Ralph go from that to being the teacher he is now is so joyful and so beautiful, but you need the money. I mean, it cost me for five studios. It cost me almost $18,000 a month in rent and utilities and stuff and teachers and all that stuff. See, because again, I think you look at a yoga student and you're like, Oh, a couple mats, like some candles, but like, again, that heating bill's gotta be crazy. The furnace breaks down and like you need a new thermostat. Like Like it's the toilet wasn't working. (laughs) 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 The toilet wasn't working at the beginning of class. Oh, really it was we got it but it was oh lord oh my god yeah, was, yeah. i just was, i get the phone call the washer 100 this month exactly yeah. exactly now exactly. how many since you started doing teacher training how many people do you think you've trained easily throughout the 300 city? people wow, 300 people that's awesome yeah and can you give it like what what are some of the uh qualifications you need to become someone who can certify teachers Oh, um, I just, well, I got grandfathered in because, but it's also, it's kind of murky bull, bull crap too. It's, yeah. it's this company that you get insured by the gate. Like pretty much it says, um, 
yoga alliance certified that type of stuff okay and so that's just saying that they think i'm good enough in order to do that so in some people that's really important too that are you yoga alliance certified so if i work through you um if i train with you i'll be yoga to me it's just it it's my insurance it's this it's that but um i don't know the qualifications like i just got grandfathered in you needed like so many hours of teaching experience um, to then have them let me be a school, a yoga school Got to it. train people. And I, t- and I had to calculate all my hours before I even did this in what, 2009. And I taught over 4,000 classes in Whoa. 2009. That wow. was like from, from 2020, I mean, I'm sorry, 2002 to 2009, seven years, I taught 4,000 classes. I don't even know how so many I taught now. there's a difference between a yoga studio and a yoga school? Yeah, so okay. a yoga studio is your teachers are certified as yoga teachers. I'm a yoga certified teacher. It's a yoga studio, but I'm also a yoga school because I can teach people. Got so it. I'm considered a school teacher. So I yoga. guess I just always assume that you were kind of, uh, you were just a conduit to these classes. I didn't realize that you guys actually ran them, like went for the certifications. That's awesome. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm so picky. I only hire people that. You so know yoga I mean. flow. And again, just cause I'm dumb yoga flow, the whole name, that's the school. And then the Irwin Murray, all those are just those are locations. Yeah. Okay, yeah, those right. are locations. Yeah, I'm your, not a franchise. I'm I'm myself. And That's do it. you do your training in your studios? Yeah, you go, okay. Aspenwall Studio. We hold our training. Nice. So yeah. And again, what's like a quick? Uh, Ralph's talked about that a little bit, but that's pretty intense. It sounds like it's yeah. six weekends of busting your ass and just repetitive, repeating stuff over and over and over again. Would you but, say it was like a month of just uh, the the sun styles, right? Like yes. yeah, yeah. Everybody has to yeah. go up there and teach. It one. was yeah. learning, yeah. taking yeah. notes every day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Literally school and so i um i made this as like layman's terms as possible like halfway lift push off your they just had to memorize and then feel it as they were doing it and once you learn the poses then it starts to come out a little more smoothly it that just takes practice so if you don't practice it it's like rusty you know that makes sense yeah yeah so uh, again is the what what's the plan next what's the plan for the future would you like to open more locations would you like to do different types of programs certifications traveling i don't even i, I don't even know what kind of the do you want me to be honest no i like everybody who lies to me in my life it makes it easier. Yeah, 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 well yeah. I, this might be an announcement to people but i plan on retiring in two years wow. i plan on selling a few of the studios and you know michelle giving her a couple studios and then just being a teacher and instead of being because like the business end of it is very stressful um finding subs alone is super stressful that (laughs) sub thread yeah you hate it. I, they just yeah. Ralph, they feel. You feel it's a, if we're breaking it's an issue here, in my life. Yeah. Yeah. If we're yeah. breaking news here, let's it's break news. You feel like you get taken advantage of. In oh that God! Chat. <laughs> I hope not. I get ghosted, and I'm the only one that will pick will them up, step up, pick up the half shift. The time. Oh. But yeah, I, I've, no, been selfish, I've been selfish. I've been selfish the last couple months, though. And yeah. I said there's I'm nothing not wrong subbing, with that. But I'm ready to sub again now. Yeah. So there's a lot of good people that sub and step up, you know. And Ralph's one of them. And it's okay to be selfish for a little bit and take a break. It's hard. I felt burned out. And yeah, that's what you don't want to get. That's the worst thing that can happen to a yoga teacher is burned out. And I hit that. I felt like I was, it seems like that's what you're alluding to a little bit with this retirement from the business. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm ready. I want to enjoy my kids. And I, I didn't realize how much, well, that the ayahuasca ceremony is when I had the epiphany of, I need to take a break. And this is the first time in 20 years 
I've taken more than just like seven days off of like teaching. I, I'm taking two months off and wow. just to be with my kids and one of uh, Brittany who works for me, she's answering the emails, the phone calls, Good for you. all that stuff. And I just real like the whole ayahuasca ceremony, I was laying on the ground. I couldn't, Ralph probably heard me picking up my arm. It would hit the ground, pick up my head. It would hit the ground. I just kept saying, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. And it, I realized, oh my God, I'm like completely burned out, but there's so much pressure on me to make sure everything functions right. and it, that I, I just, I don't have a choice but to do it. And I, I finally knew it when I came out that morning, when we came out of it, I thought if I don't take a break now, it's going to be now or never. And it wasn't even take a break. It was, you need to, you need to stop. stop. Yeah. And, and so I thought, okay, I can't stop right now. So my goal is the next two years to get out of it, to get out of owning and to just maybe teach here and there. And it's I, time yeah. to practice what you preach a little bit it, in terms of like, uh, stand on my shoulders, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah absolutely. That's exactly, that yeah. was really hard to admit to myself. Because, I can imagine. Because I feel like I'm bailing or I feel like I'm, I'm not fit or I'm not like, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm very hard on myself. And so just to say that out loud was very hard. And just to say it now into a microphone is very hard because, you know, yeah, cause I right. don't want to look weak and it's not weak. It's just, I'm burned, I'm burned out, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. And I think that's, that's a realization. And, yeah. Like, and when yeah. Ralph said he's burned out, I, I'm, I understand that completely. And again, at some point, if you hold on to something when you're burned out, it doesn't do justice you for you or the much. studio in this example, yeah. like whatever. Right. I think like, I'm ready. I think it's, I've been there, done that. I, right. I, I, it's like, I, I've made chapters my mark. Closed. Yeah. Chapters. Closed. I'm ready. I'm excited for the next thing that's going to happen in my life. And, and I think that's important too. Like, especially with something that you start, like people struggle with giving up control of certain aspects, yes. right? And yes. like you're talking yeah. about layman's terms, like yeah. whether, like, and that is to me, at least I could imagine what the scary part is in terms of you're not in direct control of the vision anymore, right? Like yeah. you can, you can, yeah. you put as much trust into, you can yeah. trust someone up and down, left yeah. and right. But at the end of the day, they're, they're I'm gonna, just burned out. I'm right. just burned out. And, and I don't want to ever not love what I do. And I'm afraid if I keep owning and do, I'll end up not liking what I do. So since I've been off and taking, I'm taking two months off. I've been with my kids making dinner every night, which is so cool. Not every night, almost every night. Yeah. But, um, but also I've been taking yoga classes and I'm like, wow. Oh my God, this feels so good. Oh shit. I'm so tight. Oh shit. I'm so tired. Oh my God. I'm like, you know, right. just all that. And, uh, it feels really, really good to like, to take class again. So, cause you, Ralph knows it when you don't, when you teach, you practice less and that shouldn't be, but it's just, I mean, it's just the nature of the beast, I think. For sure. Yeah, I guess you never think, and I guess I should think about this more with you, Ralph. It's like when you're teaching, you're definitely not getting the same benefits as just going no, through the class. No, it's the opposite. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's game game seven. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But when I'm taking a class, it's like, mm -hmm. right. like I feel great. I just took a class that destroyed me. I sweated yeah, Brett, a gallon of deer, deer park out. Um, <laughs> I'm ready to go sleep for 12 hours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stop yeah. in Chipotle then go yeah. home and sleep for 12 hours. No yeah. free ads. Yeah. Well, no, Don, this has been awesome. I mean, I've oh, had, thank uh, you. no, thank you. You've invited us into your home and just been really open and honest and I mean, shoot short, shared some breaking news with us. It sounds like. <laughs> Feel free to wake breaking up tomorrow news. and tell me to, to yeah. cut that out. But, uh, no, I guess Ralph, I mean, anything else you had on your mind before we wrap it up here? Ralph's simple guy. He's like, Matt, we're good. Well, see, what Ralph does a great job of hiding is not only does he 
bear all the load of booking all these guests yeah. for the most part. But he, on the car ride over, he goes, this is what we need to ask X, Y, Z. And you just come out here and ask, I was like, I can do that. Play. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 No, but Feed off of one another. It's, yeah. Sometimes. Most yeah. of the time, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. yeah I think he too. <laughs> I see. You got to understand. I don't know if Ralph, I don't know if you remember this, Ralph, but when we were enjoying ourselves at the after yeah. gong cleanse. Yeah. Remember I said this to you, you not too long ago. I said to Ralph, I was going to write a book. <laughs> yeah. I said, I have a vision. I said, cause he was telling me his life story. His life is fucking nuts. Wow. I mean, did you hear like, you should just do one of those on his life of like his whole, his dad's side of the family, his mom's side of the family, like how it's all interconnected, everything. And he was telling me this and I just thought, holy shit, this could be. And I, I said to him, I go, you're going to write a book. And then I started thinking, no, you're going to do like a movie because this should be, his life should be a movie. Like no. some, some Can I play you? screenwriter, is it screenwriter or what? Like a, what, a, who uh, writes movies? A screenwriter. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Like they'd be hungry. And not only that, I called a dude who um, makes, makes movies and, and um, documentaries and stuff and said, I have this guy, Ralph. Bam, 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 bam. It just didn't work out. But I know another guy, um, uh, Cheryl's husband's a cinematographer. You need, you need to, <laughs> he, he needs to tell his life story. Someone would pay to go to a movie theater. If you can to get see him comfortable lipstick. enough to tell it, I'm, I'm down to, I'm down Ralph, to put it out there. Oh, you yeah. got to do it, man. You it's, would change people's life if they heard your story. My dad lived the ill life. He's the illest man in America. <laughs> One of the sickest dudes ever. The but only blind wrestling fan. The only blind, uh, safety inspector at the mill. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real stat, too. Oh, that's and every Every night, we'd be at the hospital picking him up. He'd be getting stitches or oh, something. Just, just walking into <laughs> beams. <laughs> Mr. McGowan at the yeah. mill. That's a real, that's a fact. I don't know what he can see, but... And, you know, he was, I, I know a lot of shit I got away with because he ain't see it. Yeah. <laughs> I can but imagine. But I mean, this is, I, Ralph, you've got to tell your life story, man. You this is, this it. is it. This is. We're getting get it more it comfortable. In, they get it in increments and uh, maybe it's not my, I'm not, I hate talking about myself. He's like, you have to. Episode. Ralph, like, do you know how many people. Grades. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. It's more of a monster. So many people are going to hear his life story and their head's just going to explode and they're going to think. Why am I complaining about my life? My childhood was not like, like people are really going to be humbled by I hearing see, you being so strong and you help so many people I see so after many you've been put through so much shit. That humble me left and right. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. That's what we're doing. We're networking with more people. Yeah. That Nick have similar stories. Nick doesn't even know your stories. story? Parts of it. Little bits and pieces. <sighs> shit. I don't, I mean, you're in the inner circle, Dom. You were I, lucky. Oh, to, and I, I was you. extremely high on mushrooms that night. <laughs> Just going in on the story. I love, I mean. No, I got a little taste of it during the ayahuasca episode. And then my, just obviously some homie conversations. I, when he but. told me, I mean, you told me every detail from your dad's side to your mom's side. When he told me that, I was just like, I was blown away. Like, I, and I, it's hard to blow me well, away. I, I always, I, I, to this day, I don't think it was, you know, life wasn't that. That's why I say I had snuck into church. I'm You're like, man, I got to, uh. I got to say thank you because yeah. no matter what, I don't know. I always land on my feet. Yeah. yeah. I need to land on my feet in a yacht or something there. <laughs> yeah. or in like yeah. a pile of money. But. I mean, I just remember, I won't say what the story was, but just, you know, growing up, like what they did 
did to you and, you know, and just with, I just yeah. being numbed out so much in your life yeah. and not, you know, being able to the be yourself. Nothing silenced me at a young age. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, big pharmacy. Yeah. I don't trust. Uh, I, have, I have my reasons for not trusting the science. Because yeah. Because the, the science, they, they. I, you they have suck, to tell man. your story, man. It's like, I mean, you know how many people would hear your story about how you grew up and what they did I, to you? I think I've that touched you on, just, on, on it You would help so many so. depressed people that are still hanging on to that shit say, wow, Ralph was able to live through this and then be a yoga teacher and be able to be funny on podcasts. And you would get so many people out of their depression because they would look at them their lives and be like, damn, I, don't, I know nothing. <laughs> I haven't been through maybe, anything. Maybe, I don't know. I, I don't feel, know. I think you should. I feel feel like i don't know my ego tells me to stay no you would help so many people you have no idea i think i did along the way i've i've changed a lot of people's perspectives yeah i mean you blew my mind and it's hard to blow my mind because i've been through so much shit in my life but i like i said i look at everybody else's life story and i'm like ah yeah (laughs) mine wasn't that bad but it's it's an interesting story though but it It, wasn't dude it is a movie it It is a movie it could have been way worse though it's a movie. I shit you not. But you got to sit with him, eat some mushrooms, and tell him everything from Love Narf school. write it down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down. Shoot the scene. I'll be my dad. <laughs> and and I'll play you. play you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm t- Ralph, I'm telling you, that's what you're here for, man. I know it. And you know, you know I know stuff about energy, and I have visions, and, you know, I've had psychic stuff happen, and, you know, all that stuff. I, it's, I saw it. I saw it. Everybody tells me I'm here to heal for you, some reason. Um, you're, yeah. I'm a, I'm a denier, though. I yeah. deny yeah. it. Well, you're too humble. That. You're too humble. Know. And you have that. He has that. Do you notice, like, Ralph has that little inner kid about him, like that little shy little boy sure. about him? I have you know the what worst I mean? self-esteem issues. Once again, thanks to Big Pharmacy. Fucking <laughs> 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 me up when I was yeah. a kid. Yeah. But there's this little innocent kid in him that's shy. I don't know if you, do you see that, that little bit I of don't shy? See this. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's it's there that that, that I get um, super shy. Yeah, we went yeah. the we went the the furry convention, and I was like, <laughs> I tightened up real quick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> shy is more as reserved. Maybe they're synonyms, but yeah, yeah. No, just what? Pay attention. You'll see it. You'll I will. see the little the little shy. I'm route. shy, but I got I stick my neck and chest out and yeah. exactly. all the time. Ralph's yeah. like my baby, though. I I have a connection with him. I just love him like I would love a brother or son. Or, She's just godmother know. of yoga. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I, I once it. said uh, to be really corny. I once said. Uh, about that book, there's a book I read uh, years and years ago, "The Five People You Meet in Heaven," and uh-huh. it was about a, it was about an old maintenance man at an amusement park, and something happened on a roller coaster, and he sacrificed his life to uh, save a girl or a boy or some shit. It's been 20 years probably wow. since I read this, but he ends up going to heaven, and uh, while he's there, like five people that impacted his life appear to him, and. Uh, I always say like I've like Dom is one of the five for sure. I don't know who the other four will be, but like definitely somebody that like up. who who I cross paths with that kept me uh, on the right direction. I think I think it's rare to find people in life that there's instantaneously no judgment. For sure. You could tell them you're deep. And that's how I feel with Rob. Like I could tell him deep, dark. He could tell me deep, dark. And we would try to work through it and understand it and make sense of it as opposed to be insecure about it. You know, like he would help me put the puzzle together and I hope, I hope I do the same for him, you yeah. know? Yeah. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that way about Ralph. Yeah. I love Ralphie. I always text you (laughs) when I'm, uh, when I'm in my head. Yeah. I always text you. You're the first, like, I don't know who else to text. You text me and yeah. He probably Um, texts you after he texts me yelling at me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You can text me anytime, anytime. I I always do when when I'm having a, uh, I love, I I feel honored, you know, cause I think he's a hard nut to crack. Like to let people in. For sure. Yeah. And so for him to even be that way with me, I'm honored because I know you don't let a lot of people in, you nah, know. Neighbor don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> neighbor knows. Neighbor got to taste. You, you oh got, yeah, I know. Ralph, you got to tell your story, man. You yeah, would one have day, to, one day. Yeah, one when day. it's the right time, you got to let it like every detail of it because you would help so many people. You would help it. I it told is, you, it's a Forrest Gump like toe. Yeah, but like, it is. It's a rabbit hole, dude. It's a rabbit hole. Never know. Only yeah. nine. I told you, in. I saw it happen. I saw. It. I've had psychic stuff happen. And I saw it. Heard it here first. So I'm either full of yeah. shit. <laughs> I like that precursor. Yeah. Your, your spirit guides were off a little bit. We're gonna we're gonna land them. Well, shit! Land, I can't be land. dead on me. I'm not writing no books, but we're gonna. Well, land. We're you know what I mean. Some type of. Well, wait a second. So I saw a book, but then I saw a movie. You know, some books are turned into movies. Yep. It's kind of like what I saw like that, like something written out turned into a movie. So I can't say it was a goddamn book. Give me credit. That's, yeah. that's, that's probably my book. I saw of, your book story of rhymes. <laughs> I have no. Books all throughout my house yeah. with just thoughts okay. and but you, know, but you know what I mean? Like something, <laughs> his, his story was written and turned into like a, a movie or something. Like, give me God almighty, I can't. Anybody like, could do this, Ralph. Yeah. The Brian right? Bosworth of right yoga. There. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 Ralph, the Ralph Martino story. Yeah. I'm telling you. Tune in next week just to wait. see if we get the Mark first Mark my chapter. words, I'm going to be right. I Watch. It. Watch I it. would hope so. That yeah. would be dope. Oh, I'm telling you. Well, I like should, I you said, know? I got to be thankful because the universe sends me dope shit like that all the time. Yeah. Well, guys, speaking of dope shit, this conversation was dope. Thank you so much, Dom, sure, for joining sure. us. Ralphie, thank you for being the co-pilot on this wild yeah. journey. Any yeah. closing <laughs> words before we see people next week? Namaste. Uh, don't, yeah, namaste. <laughs> see you next week. All right. Thank yeah. you. Bye. Make that movie. <laughs>